Good morning, human guinea pigs. So I was reading about information on PZP. Uh, this is a contraception drug that uh, they developed to use against uh, wild horses uh, to sterilize the population and other mammals and animals to keep their population in check. First of all, I don't think anyone should be doing that. I mean, since when are you overrated by wild horses that you need to remove them and sterilize them and reduce, you know, what God has given us of all species? And now it, it looks like man is trying to depopulate not only humans, but animals as well. Uh, but PZP stands for Porcine Zona Pellucida, and it's uh, immunocontrol contraceptive to control the reproductive rate of some mammalian species including horses deer and elephants and it's been around since 1980s and this vaccine is derived from slaughterhouse pig ovaries and when injected into female mammals with this form protein it induces an immune response that results in generation of antibodies to combat the protein. And some of these antibodies attach to sperm receptors on the zona pellucida and target animal eggs and thereby prevent fertilization. And I guess there are two different types. One is called Zonostat H, which is developed by the Science and Converse Conservation Center and it manufactures it called uh, the native PZP and the other version of it is called PZP22 which is a combination of native PZP and the PZP that's in the lactide glycolide pellets that are designed to dissolve in host body slowly over time. Uh, which contains the both primer and the booster dose. So it said it would provide at least 22 months of pregnancy prevention with a single injection, but the results have been more on par with the native PZP. So I guess they figured out ways to give this as an injection, which they actually call it a vaccine, even though it's a contraception, it's not a vaccine. So on the other website for the ones that manufactures the native PZP, the Science and Conservation Center, and it says that the for species that are extremely well-defined and short breeding seasons, like two, three months or less, they need two minimum inoculations during the first year of treatment. The first inoculation is a primer and that must be given one to two months prior to breathing activity and the second inoculation two to six weeks later but no later than one to two weeks prior to the onset of breeding activity. In the species with longer breeding season the vaccine is given at the time other than just prior to the breeding season the first inoculation should be on day zero, the second on day 21, 
and where it says the contraception is absolutely vital, the third inoculation should be given on day 45. It says single annual boosters inoculations may be given during subsequent years in the same species. And in the year-round breeders, which is us, humans, and other animals, evidence indicates that booster inoculations should be given seven to eight months uh, after. So isn't this ironic? The reason why I'm bringing this up, because there's now a theory out there that they are actually using PZP in these COVID vacs to sterilize all humanity to bring the population down drastically. And that's why their cycle is similar to the PZP cycle, which to give two dosage within uh, so many weeks apart, within a couple of months, and then give the booster shots about eight months and do it annually because it's 96 to 98% uh, effective with just the first two, two dosage of getting this. And then um, someone had posted a study from Japan uh, of these um, MR, the Pfizer mRNA vaccine uh, to figure out where does the proteins accumulate. And they said majority of them accumulated in the ovaries. Surprise, surprise. So obviously it has an effect that it's affecting people's not only ovaries and gonads, you know, um, testes where low sperm count. Um, so they've also shown that most of these vaccines, not just the COVID ones, over the years have been lowering sperm counts in males. So is it any surprise to connect the dots that all the feminization of men lately and the LGBTQ rise in its agenda that perhaps they're messing with our hormones all along? You know, they've been messing with people's, uh, who knows what they've been putting in these vaccines from, because the sterilization just didn't just suddenly come on in 2020. You know, this drug has been around since the 1980. And the whole population agenda goes way far back, generation after generation. There, you can find quotes from very famous people from hundreds of years ago. So once they have access to sterilization techniques with just injections, and Bill Gates you know, went around the world, particularly Africa and India, wanting to inject them all. Why, and, and he cares about you know, the whole fertility and growing population with his stupid formula to reduce the carbon footprint to zero. Well, if you do that, you're just eliminating people, right? That's the only major contributor of CO2. And CO2 is needed by plants, and in turn, we get oxygen to breathe. So there's a direct correlation of all life on planet Earth. And they've been monkeying around with everything, everything. And the sterilization has been going on for a long, long time. Some of these companies have been caught doing it where they ban some of their products. But now we have a very new high level of where 
they're requiring all governments, all politicians to comply, and they've all been doing it in unison, and forcing people to take the vac either through, you know, losing your livelihood or strictly by force as they held people down and forced them. You know, you, you've probably seen videos of that. Or you know people of that, especially in harsh places where people live. Um, so I, you know, this whole thing, and one of the things that were brought out on these Reddit forum where I was reading this, it said that ivermectin is used to increase sperm in horses. So it's counteracting what this PZP has been doing and other contraception when the whole infertility ivermectin is, seems to increase the sperm counts in horses and other mammals. So what I've been saying all along, ivermectin, if, if they tell you not to take it and after you took these shots, perhaps you should think about taking regular dosage of the counteractives. You know, but this isn't even going to show up, all this infertility stuff, until the next generation when all the females, the younger ones, that's why they did it to children. Because, you know, initially they wanted to say, oh, the older people in the nursing home, you know, they're dying of COVID. Let's give it to them. Perhaps they got other stuff going on in the vaccine that kills them. And then they, how fast was it to require children, but all the way up to newborns? They've been doing this uh, to children. So if this you know, theory is correct, that they're actually sterilizing people, then the younger the better, because before they mature and they've been giving these dosage before they hit puberty, they're not only sterile temporarily with these PZP shots because they're not meant to be uh, completely sterilization, infertility. But if you give them before they hit puberty, then they do become sterile permanently. So part of the vaccine boosters to give them like every year, because after, uh, I think it only keeps them sterile for up to a couple of years surrounding the annual booster shots. But once they stop, uh, in theory, they could go back to being fertile. Um, so this has to be a regimen that has to keep going. And that's why they wanted to incorporate this vaccine permanently into adult schedules and childhood schedules as an annual treatment, just like the flu shots. So think about this. If they really wanting to do this as a regular thing where people have no idea what they're injecting and all they have to do is put adjuvant in there that would allow, which is untraceable, by the way, given everything else that they put in there. And since the government's all along and they've been all paid you know, by these companies to promote and do this, no one's going to check what's in it. So what's to say they're not doing this already in the flu shots? So I have to tell you a story because I think this is important. Normally, I don't want to give out personal history, but I'm a victim of all this vaccination crap. From very early on, you know, I've had uh, stuff where I was born in India and whatever, 
they were giving to children then, it affected me, and I lost my spleen, and I was bleeding every, I mean, there was no, it was only God that saved me, I mean, I've, I lost all my blood, I had to get blood transfusion, and a lot of those early years were spent surviving, then in my early adulthood, I took a flu shot, and I only made all this correlation now because there's no proof that this is why any of this happened. But it's happened three times, so I am thinking it's all related to this bullshit poisoning that we've all been getting. Some people are more sensitive and some people don't get to realize that you know anything happened to them. But that's just on you. I mean, okay, you survived, but there are a lot of people who suffered and a lot of people who died and it's just as poisonous whether you survive or not that's not the issue we should not be getting all this this should not even be part of our existence but it is so the second time when I got the flu shot as early young adult in my uh, mid to late 20s um, I had a reaction right away from that flu shot and that was the only one that I ever got so I was not only sick for two, three months with this flu, then weird things started to happen with my skin. And within months later, I ended up getting diagnosed with a f very fast-growing ovarian cancer. And, you know, it, it, they said at the time that it's the same type of cancer that Lance Armstrong had with his male version and my female version. So perhaps he got the same stupid uh, sterilization stuff that we all been getting. But anyway, that was meant to kill me, and it was just randomly caught uh, where I had surgery and I had chemo. And but I lost, you know, one of my ovaries because of that, and the other drugs took care of the rest. So. You know, I didn't put the two and two together. I thought, you know, like what could have happened back then. So now, in 2018, I wanted to take some classes. And in order to take those classes, they force you to have vaccine proof to go. So, of course, me being not, you know, not wise enough just yet, and already having gone through stupid stuff in the past, that I said, okay, I'll take the vaccine so I can take these stupid classes. Not only the classes were worthless and it was a waste of money, it cost me $5,000 to take a couple of classes at a university. And it was so stupid. But I was forcing myself to take whatever they told me to get. And for two years... Even now, I struggle with it. It was so bad. I had so much high inflammation in my body that I could barely move sometimes. I mean, I, I literally felt like I was dying all the time. And I went through every department to try to figure out what was wrong with me, and not, no one could figure it out. All the blood markers were off the chart. And one of the oncology department did a blood test, and they said I had, uh, at the time, chronic leukemia. So, a blood disease. <clears throat> a 
But I refused to get any more treatment because I already made up my mind I wasn't going to do any more chemo or anything like that. So I'm like, whatever. So it was at a very early stage. So I, you know, I tried to do all the myself to try to cure it with natural food medicines. And it did work because a couple years later they said I didn't have it. So either the diagnosis was wrong or it just went away. So I learned a lot of medical things just even in the last few years oh, and the medical system, what they've been doing, which I'll come back to that some other topic. But all of this treatment, you know, like this, that I've been suffering from these vaccines, which I didn't put it together until the COVID stuff started to happen. Then I'm like, oh, okay, because the timing you know, is the same, around the same time, I started experiencing very bad things. And the effect of what would happen with after this stuff, you know, because they just said, well, you're just getting older, it's old age. No, I was very active before then. I was walking around all the time doing things. I had no issues until after that incident. Then after that, I'm like, I became old all of a sudden. You know, I couldn't do anything. I had, uh, the, you know, like diabetes, high blood pressure, all these things were coming up. And I'm not taking medication for any of that crap. I tried in the beginning. But then, you know, I started to wise up that all these drugs and all these things are just meant to kill you in the long run. And I have reversed a lot of these things because I'm, you know, doing better. And luckily over time, perhaps it just started to heal itself anyway uh, so I'm more or less back to where I was before but not 100% so coming back to these vaccines that they've been giving out I think they've been tampering with everything for a very long time that's making people chronically ill from one thing to another and you cannot relate it back to the vaccines because the effects are not immediate and they show up in different places. So when you get sick or diagnosed with, you know, what seems to be one thing or another, they just say it's old aged or some other symptoms or heredity or random fluke, you know, like there's nothing random about your body as long as you don't expose it to shit. So if you're going to expose it to all kinds of chemicals and bad environment, then you're going to get sick because your your body's not made out of metal. It's not plastic. It's biology. So you got to take care of it. Just like you can't put the wrong gas in the car and expect it to drive, you can't put the wrong stuff in your body and expect to live. So there's this other viral video that's been going around where this showing that they're injecting uh, these orange liquid in syringes into all the animal meat, the seafood, wildlife, and plants, like figs and stuff. They were injecting this orange liquid one by one. Some of these were done in poor countries as, so as they catch the fish and the sea life, they were doing it directly on the boat. Other was a little bit more sophisticated where they're... Uh, the syringes machinery was part of the assembly line to uh, 
inject it into the meat like every two inches as it was coming off the conveyor belt. And one lady was injecting everything into figs and other produce. So this is crazy that this poisoning is going around. And I think companies are paying people to do this. You know, I always wonder where, when the Bible discussed Mark the Beast, it says all are caused to take this, the poor and the rich and everyone in between, bondmen and slave men and the free. So everyone is caused to take this. So when I saw this video where the poor people essentially living in all kinds of different parts of the world uh, that are farmers and fishermen and all these people, and they're paid to inject this thing because it's not just one person. It was numerous little clips of different people around different places that were injecting this. So they don't have fear of God because they got to know that they're injecting poisoning. They're poisoning your food supplies and they're getting paid for it. So the poor are part of the problem too because they accept the money what the wealthy are giving them. And if you're talking about a gazillion dollar pharmaceutical company that can buy nations, so what's a little couple of pennies to the poor people to start doing this stuff and acting as their, you know, the, the armies to poison the world? So all of this stuff is super disturbing. And I don't know what the solution is unless, you know, you grow your own food and you grow your own livestock because everything is now being tainted and they are on a wrath to damage, kill people, or sterilize them. So that's the only reason, explanation, where everyone in the whole world is forced with these mandates to get these shots. And so many took them. So, you know, within the next couple of years. So one of the good things is that if you stop taking them, if you don't take any more boosters, if you don't go back for more, you can potentially reverse the sterilization part of it because that requires annual boosters. Uh, there's going to come a time if you take enough of them that it will make you permanently sterile. But if you only had one or so, because uh, in all of these literature, they were saying you needed at least two to make it 95% effective. So the efficacy stuff, I wonder if they're not saying efficacy of how the vaccine works to cure the virus. I wonder if that efficacy after two or three months that it drops is actually about sterilization. Because the same language is used when it's talking about the PZP uh, schedule and these, its efficacy after so many months, which is why they need an annual booster for these mammals as well. So the efficacy, when you see the say it has dropped to you know, zero or 20% or whatever, perhaps it's really just looking at the sterilization effect of what they're being given. So people need to wise up. You got to take care of your health. You can't trust what you eat. You can't trust what you put in yourself. You can't trust the medical system. You can't trust any of this, okay? So all the villages, especially if you have access to land 
and you're able to grow your own stuff and you're not wicked of it poisoning people, you know, you're blessed. You can at least eat without having to be contaminated, your own stuff that you grow. But for the rest of us who have to buy stuff from the grocery store and go to our medical system every time we're sick with something and they're making you sick, and so likelihood of ending up to go to doctors for something is pretty high. So I don't know what to say to all of us who have to be dependent on the system. But I think this is worth noting. You should look it up and research it yourself and what people are doing. Because there's people who are doing a lot of research now on the fact that maybe they're just poisoning us with this sterilization drugs. So this is a PDF insert that's created by the CDC, which uh, describes the COVID-19 vaccine dosage series for age five and up. And it has three different types of vials that the uh, administrators are to be using as guidelines, which uh, has like five through 11 to use orange labeled cap vial, 12 years and older are to use purple cap and purple label and gray cap and gray label. It doesn't define what the difference is between the purple and the gray, except that the orange and the um, purple ones are to be diluted with saline mixture of some sort, which is not provided, just vials. And then the gray one cannot be diluted. So it's direct concentration which has to be injected into the deltoid muscle. Um, so what was interesting here is that, you know, they were giving, I don't know if there's any connection between the orange cap versus what the orange liquid that this viral video was showing, but it's meant, and that was diluted with water, the orange liquid that, with the syringe that I saw. So I don't know if it actually has an orange color, purple color, or gray color, or if it all looks the same. It probably is not directly related to this, but uh, I just wanted to point that out, that there are different formulations, and you know we don't ac exactly know what is in it because they're just describing who gets it and what type of coloring, you know, they have to use to inject it to anyone less than 12 years and then anyone older than 12 years. So the anyone less than 12 years only gets the orange one and anyone over 12 gets the purple and the gray. Thank you for listening. Until the next experiment.